right, welcome to um, day 58 of our year-long study of the New Testament. We are in Romans chapter 3 today, and Paul reminds us that God is faithful and that it doesn't really matter if people are Jews or Gentiles. All are welcome into God's kingdom because of what Christ did on the cross. I will read a little bit from chapter 3, starting with verse 9. Well then, should we conclude that we Jews are better than others? No, not at all. For we have already shown that all people, whether Jews or Gentiles, are under the power of sin. As the scriptures say, no one is righteous, not even one. No one is truly wise. No one is seeking God. All have turned away. All have become useless. No one does good, not a single one. Their talk is foul, like the stench from an open grave. Their tongues are filled with lies. Snake venom drips from their lips. Their mouths are full of cursing and bitterness. They rush to commit murder. Destruction and misery always follow them. They don't know where to find peace. They have no fear of God at all. Obviously, the law applies to those whom it was given for its purposes to keep people from having excuses and to show that the entire world world is guilty before God. For no one can ever be made right with God by doing what the law commands. The law simply shows, shows us how sinful we are. But now God has shown us a way to be made right with him without keeping the requirements of the law, as was promised in the writings of Moses and the prophets long ago. We are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ, and this is true for everyone who believes, no matter who we are. So that was through verse 22. And I, I think it's interesting sometimes to think about the idea that that particular people are chosen or, or favored. You know, if you, if you read enough Old Testament stories, you read about God taking care of the Israelites, often to the detriment of, of other peoples. For example, picture in your mind the Israelites running through the parted Red Sea, getting through there, and the, and the Egyptians following, but then the Egyptians get swallowed up in the water. So, you know, seems great if you're an Israelite, but, but not that good if you're an Egyptian following orders in that circumstance. But God is the judge. He is in control. And who are we to question any of his decisions? about what is right and what is wrong. In our present day, I'm not sure that God acts in ways like that to show favoritism to one people over another. I am inclined to think that, that he does not show favoritism. He certainly could. He can do anything he wants, but I don't think he favors me over someone else or favors the people in our country over the people in another country, but it doesn't really change the fact that I'm guessing probably all of us want God to show us favor. I mean, it's it's kind of a natural inclination, isn't it, that just like God showed favor to David when he went up against Goliath, 
I, personally, I'd want God to show me favor if I'm trying to win a golf tournament and I'm up against someone else on the last hole. And, you know, from experience, God hasn't shown me favor on on a bunch of those occasions. But But I can't imagine that God would favor me over someone else in that moment. Or, equally as important, that, that he would favor a different Christ follower that I happen to be up against in that moment. And the, probably the same goes true for, you know, any number of other sporting events where we might favor one side over another or, or business deals where we're working on big loans that we're trying to win the business over some other bank. I, you know, I'd, I'd want to be favored, but I don't think that God actually does. So as we think about that a little bit today, what kinds of things should we be praying for, you know, hoping for as it relates to this? And maybe it's more like the movie Thor that I just saw the other day. I'd seen it before, but it happened beyond, so I watched it again. And basically... Thor had kind of lost his way, but but was still bragging to Jane about how he was going to go retrieve his hammer, and and in that he would be able to show his greatness. But but when he got to the hammer, he could no longer pick it up, and it wasn't until he was willing to sacrifice himself, you know, a little bit later in the movie. To, to save the people around him that he once again became worthy of holding the hammer and having the power that comes with it. So maybe it's like that with God's favor. Maybe we simply have to be willing to sacrifice everything else and then God can display his power through us. So hopefully that's good to think about today. I'll go ahead and go into prayer for us. Lord, thank you for showing favor on us when you do and for blessing us in the ways that you do. Help us to ask for the right things and pursue the right things and be willing to sacrifice sacrifice everything else in exchange for knowing you because you promise us that that's really what leads us to eternal life, abundant life, and uh, leads us to, to the life you want us to have. So help us to remember that. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a great day.